And this morning in the Stressless, it's Ben City Councilor and Mayor-elect Melanie Keebler. Melanie, good morning. Hi, Frank. Very nice to have you in. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for being here. First of what I'm sure will be many discussions that we have yes. over the coming period of time. So at last night's meeting, let's start off with that. Um, the, the city is one piece of the Costco new Costco development north into town, right? Mm-hmm. So what was the city's input into that last night? Yeah, so we had um, a, a, a second hearing on what's called the Gateway North Master Plan. So the whole area up there in the north part of town where Costco is looking to maybe put in a new store. Um, we had previously had a meeting with a hearing on that in November. And the plan at that time, council unanimously thought, uh, didn't quite match our regulations on parking. They were asking for quite a few hundreds of extra parking spaces beyond our maximum that's in our code. And what we heard from them after that hearing is that they had listened to some of our concerns and that they wanted to reopen the record and bring us a better plan. And that's what they did last night. Um, So we heard about they were going to add back some of the the bike parking we thought was missing. They were going to reduce the amount of parking that they needed. And they were also going to do some things like adding some trees, some stormwater mitigation, and also a a little mobility hub for that whole area. Because there will be some housing um, and some other things there, not just a Costco. It's a whole um, little neighborhood there as well. So what the council decided last night was that that plan met our standards and we did approve it. Does, is that going to be sufficient? I mean, you've been to Costco. There's hardly ever a time when, you know, parking seems to be sufficient at the current one. Mm, yeah, I do go to the current Costco a lot. And I, I actually, I feel like I can get a spot um, pretty frequently. Obviously, there's some busy days uh, throughout the year. But what uh, I was pleased with is that the developers had done a more specific study and brought us some different data. And they had themselves said, hey, here's what we need. We can reduce this down and we actually don't need that many. Um, and especially if we try to put in some of these other things that allow people in the neighborhood to have a bike share and to have some of the other mitigation that we were looking for, um, that made sense. And that was a, a plan that they could get behind with the uh you mentioned there's going to be housing it's going to be a whole neighborhood kind of thing 422 housing units mm-hmm. do you know how that's split up um so part of that will be some senior living um they have a developer on board who wants to put in a, a senior living facility there and it will be a lot of multifamily housing that's pretty much right next to the place where the the costco development is planned to go and there's a lot of activity happening in that part of town i think we're going to see some other neighborhoods coming in as well um, but i am pleased to see that it's not just one type of development but that they've mixed together housing and commercial uh, which is i think what we need more of now the city is one small part of the approval process right right so what we were really doing with this master plan is approving the the layout and the overall plan for the area there will still need to be specific site plans that are submitted to the city as that area develops but what this does is gives an overall layout of how it's going to look and kind of what's going to go where in that area so we're in years from putting the shovel in the dirt. Yes, yes. Quite quite a long time to go. This is the first step. Okay. I also, at last night's meeting, uh, Fred Johnson, who's a local realtor and has our show here on KBND Saturday mornings, was in, and he was talking about the home energy score. Tell yes. us about that. Yeah. So last night was the culmination of really years of work on um, the idea for a program that started when our community climate action plan was approved. And we have had a committee and a subcommittee working really hard to gather information about other cities that have had a program where the idea is when a home goes on the market, it also has a home energy score listing to help people have information about the performance of that home and to make informed decisions about um, future upgrades they might want to do or that the seller might want to do or just to compare homes across the spectrum 
on you know which homes are the most efficient. And what this can do is also just encourage more of that um, more uh, investment in energy efficiency in homes. The program only is about information sharing. It's not requiring anyone to make any upgrade to their home, but it does require that you put out that score when you list the home. And so that's what we decided on last night and we approved that program to move forward. It won't go into effect until June next year to give some time um, to have you know inspectors get up to speed and also the community and our realtor community get up to speed as well. Other cities have had similar things where they've decided to opt for choice. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be, it's a recommendation. Why did Bend make it a mandate? Yeah, I think a lot of the conversation last night um, from our members who have really did a deep dive on this was looking at the data from other places in a couple of studies that have showed there really isn't a statistic. There, the, the benefits that came from the study were only significant in places that had a mandatory program. And it also, you know, I heard from a fellow counselor, Steven Seagal, who's who's 28 and looking to maybe get into homeownership. And he talked about the advantage of having it be universal. So you can no matter which home you're looking at, you can compare across all homes in Bend and not just if the seller themselves chooses to give you the score. So I think that's part of it is is buyer protection and having that transparency that's across the whole housing market to help the market actually decide, you know, what what the right price is or what the um, what the sale should be for more efficient or less efficient homes. Okay. Due to limited time, we're going to have to continue moving on some of the subjects. Uh, again, we're talking to Melanie Keebler, uh, Bend counselor and uh, soon to be uh, mayor. Last night as well, you talked about the Juniper Ridge is going to be seeing some activity. Yeah, we are moving forward with creating a new public works campus up in Juniper Ridge. And what was exciting last night was hearing about how this new campus is going to help us with all the places we've outgrown. Um, People might know that we have a little bit of a public works campus kind of at 15th and Bear Creek and dotted around town. We've outgrown those facilities and we also need to be more efficient by having everybody kind of together, our engineers and our utilities department. And it's going to be a really cool campus that allows a lot of that to happen and help us be just do a better job serving the city. Okay. Also last night discussed was a couple other things, the Neff Purcell uh, extension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be moving forward. Um, the neighborhood, especially the Mountain View Neighborhood Association, has a lot had a lot of feedback about extending that and connecting it and what that's going to mean for the neighborhood. And our staff has tried to be as responsive as possible to their concerns about safety and speeding. Um, and we had a good discussion with our staff about that as well to try to make sure we're being really um, cognizant of all those neighborhood concerns. And some more activity in Midtown? Yeah. We, Would you define that for me too? Sure. Yeah. So um, the council um, will sometimes meet as the Bend Urban Renewal Agency to talk about our urban renewal areas. And one of those is the core area, which includes the Bend Central District, where we've been having a lot of conversations about Midtown crossings. So last night we approved a program to use some of the financing that can come from the Urban Renewal District to start investing in re um, like redoing Second Street so that it actually has sidewalks and streetscaping. Uh, Franklin Crossing, Greenwood Crossing, and also p- making a program with some of that money to help our businesses who want to improve their storefronts or, you know, want to, um, you know, kind of redevelop in that area. So that's exciting. Um, and we'll see that continue to come in the next few years. Okay. So the core area is going to be undergoing some changes. Mm-hmm, yes. For the next few years. Um, also, as we uh, close out today, uh, there is, with your moving into the mayor's slot, there will be an opening on council, right? That's right, yeah. So I will move into the mayor's seat, and there'll be two years left um, on the term that's my seat, position one. So we actually have an application process open right now where people can go look if they're interested in applying 
to be considered for being appointed to that seat. And what we will do when I'm sworn in on January 4th, we will then move right into the process of considering everyone who has applied and starting to go through that appointment process, just like we did this summer when we had some resignations. Um, so encourage anyone who's interested to to put their hat in the ring um, or to reach out to, to city folk or to current sitting counselors to talk about it. How long do you expect the appointment process to take? Well, we have to finish it within 30 days uh, per our charter. So it will be pretty quick and we're hoping to enter into our um, our goal setting and kind of work planning process at the end of January. And we definitely want to have this new person on board by then. It seems that with uh, unanimous votes in a lot of different cases, that would it be good to have um, perhaps a dissenting voice or would you want uh, uh, someone to going to go along with the rest of the crowd? Well, I think what um, I'm looking for is someone who is dedicated to this community and really cares about making sure that um, as we grow, as we evolve as a city, that we are making this a place where everyone's welcome and included and that we are being really careful about preserving Ben's spirit as we grow. So really for me, it's a lot about those core values and making sure those align with you know what the plan is for the next few years. Um, there can definitely be disagreements about some of the things we've already done or some of the things we might want to do, but as long as I think we're aligned on those core values, I think that would be a good person to add to the mix. All right, Melanie Keebler, who's a current city councilor and mayor-elect for the city of Bend. Very nice to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.